Let me tell you about the time I almost failed out of graduate school. This is the Unleash Your Purpose podcast. I was finishing up my thesis and doing my clinical research study um, for my master's um, thesis project. And while I was in graduate school, I was able to teach Psychology 101 to help pay for school. And I was able to teach and I fell in love with it. Then I started to find out that I could teach other classes and teach other in other departments to make a little more money. So I went to school and then also taught at like four different places and colleges throughout town to make an extra buck. But what I found out is I could get out of not having to take certain graduate classes that all my other classmates took. And what that was was a bad idea because the person on my thesis committee, I ended up bailing out on their class. And this guy was not happy about it. So come to the end of the year where I'm about to graduate about a two to three weeks from graduation, I'm gonna do my thesis defense. I've been working on a clinical trial for over a year and a half with all of these participants in a weight loss treatment and um, working on depression and uh, various different things. And I go to stand before all of these professors and I gotta give kind of a defense on how reputable and effective my clinical trial was. And I stand before all these professors we're standing there stone face and to the far end is this guy who I bailed out on his class. And I gave a defense of my research study and, um, and then this guy at the corner started to raise his hand. He says, uh, Ryan, can you tell me about the epidemiology of anxiety or the epidemiology of, of the weight loss and the biomarkers of this? And that was a curveball I wasn't ready for. And I stopped and I said, I don't know. And he says, uh, well, what? how did you get to this finding in regarding to do this types of regression for your analysis? I don't know. And immediately I was standing with such confidence and I sit down and I just started to cry in front of all these professors and the guy says, you are not prepared. And the chair of the committee looks at me and says, Ryan, this is not good enough. We have to fail you. And it was a punch to my, my gut that I've never imagined before after two years of working so hard. By God's grace, the chair sends me out of the room and then lets me come back in and it says, hey, we're gonna give you one week to rewrite this and come redefend your, your thesis. And I was thankful and I left the room. And that next week, I locked myself in our trailer, um, our low-income trailer. Um, the, we had our two dogs in, in the bedroom. And I literally, first things when I get to have to, uh, I have a chance to rewrite this. And at first, when something goes wrong in my head, the first thing that I do, I don't know if you're anyone like me, is I divert responsibility and blame. I am infamous of this. I like to try to project um, all of the mistakes on something else. If that professor would have known, did they know I was trying to make extra money? Uh, how dare them? I, I just was following the rules. And then for some reason, I'm mad at Sarah because, hey, she knows nothing about this and I'm blaming her for the professor and I'm blaming someone else and I'm never looking at myself. Because sometimes when we're when we are not thinking straight, it always starts with, a blame. And then it took a minute for me to say, okay, 
I got to reset myself. And this is not just about them. It's actually about me. And I finally just sucked it up. And I had, this is before there was a, a bunch of like to go get journal articles, you had to go to the library. And I had hundreds of journal articles all spread out in, in our, um, house and I'm highlighting and looking at each one of these journal articles and trying to, um, narrow down this funnel of, um, this thesis. And I ended up rewriting in a week over 150 pages, no sleep, cussing under my breath, frustrated as all get out, but 150 pages written and fast forward. Then I go to defend two days before graduation. At this point, all my family has flown in. My wife and I are ready to move across the country to somewhere else. And we wouldn't be able to move if I didn't graduate. So I stand before these professors again, the guy who can't stand looking at me, staring down me um, with intensity on the right side. And I stand up with confidence and defend every single part of my study and everything I've rewritten. And the guy said at the end, he said, well done. This is how it should have been the first time. And they passed me. And what I learned in that moment is that failure is almost part of, is a requirement in life. I need to learn to fail forward and not just get collapsed by failure. Successful people are just standing on top of a bunch of failures. They're standing on top of it, not being crushed by it. And now as I look forward, to something that I was so fearful of, of, of the statistics and the regressions and looking at that now becomes a strength. Now, fast forward, I'm a 10 year faculty at a college and what do I teach? Statistics and research. And I now have the ability to be able to help inspire other people and help teach them about something that I was so insecure about. Why? Because I was willing to try and fail forward and learn that that failure doesn't define you and it isn't permanent, but it is simply part of the process that you have to walk through and learn that this is the way to, to success. Have you had a failure in your life? Something that holds you back and that you want to divert the blame and responsibility to? Embrace the failure as this is just part of life and part of the process. Do not fear failure, but it is a way to help us grow stronger and to move forward in life. So may we take whatever failure we have, not as a detriment and the end all of everything, but as a stepping stone towards our next better self. Thanks for joining us for the Unleash Your Purpose podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week.